Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hello again. This is the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z coming to you from the front seat of the old F250. Saturday afternoon, the ninth day of July, 2022. You just can't keep me away from this microphone when there's so very much to talk about. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the talk of the world. Actually, he's the laughing stock of the world. More and more world leaders and news people from other countries are simply laughing at him and in turn laughing at us, the idiots of the United States of America, who supposedly elected this clown. I've had the privilege of being on television. I've had the privilege of doing broadcasting for almost, what, 40 years now? Wow, over 40 years. Incredible, actually. When you are reading from a teleprompter, whether it's for television or at a speaking engagement at a university or some other facility where you're standing in front of a podium, you have notes, you have your speech there in case you need to refer to it, there are these two pieces of plexiglass that are angled so that you can see them and on them are the reflected words on the teleprompter screen. That's why when you look at Joe Biden, you see his head, just like like uh, Barack Hussein Obama used to do. He was really bad about it. He'd look to the left and talk a little bit. Then he'd look over here to the right and talk a little bit. Never, very rarely do they look straight ahead at the podium. Because doing so would take their eyes off of the two teleprompters. One at about a 45 degree angle to the left the other at about a 45 degree angle to the right. And by bobbing your head back and forth like you're watching a tennis match go down, it makes people think that that president is talking to each and every person in the audience. Nothing could be further from the truth, especially in the case of Joe Biden. The man can't speak extemporaneously. And if you don't know what that word means, it means off the cuff. He can't just talk like I'm speaking to you right now from the front seat of the old F-250. I have no teleprompter. I have no cue cards. I have no notebook. I have no written speech. I'm just speaking to you as if you were sitting here in front of me and we were having a conversation and it was my turn to speak. Joe Biden cannot have a conversation with someone without A, lying because he does not know the truth or B, st st stammering and st st stuttering. It's not a speech impediment. Not at 80 years old. It is a lifelong, oh my God, what is the next utterance that's going to come out of my word hole sense of confusion for this man. But he has the teleprompters, two of them. He can look to the left. He can look to the right. He simply needs to read what they have written down for him. Because you know it is not Joe Biden who is writing the words that he speaks. He's never written anything for himself in his entire life. He has plagiarized more speeches. He has tried to take credit many, many times throughout his political career for other people's words thoughts, and writings. 
He has done this his entire adult life. And the lying, we know that goes back as far as corn pop at the swimming pool. It goes back to when he plagiarized other people's work in college. And he lied that saying that he had two college degrees and that he finished at the top of his class. We all know that these are outright lies. He barely achieved one college degree, finishing near the bottom of his class. But if he says the lie often enough, stupid people will believe him. People who don't research the facts, the reality, they just simply take his word for it because supposedly he was an elected president of the United States of America. Okay, sure, 81 million people voted for him. I highly doubt it. Joe Biden, when you are on camera, if you're a television news anchor, for example, the teleprompter gives you instructions, usually in one color, italicized in bold print. It's an instruction section of the screen. It will pop up and say, teaser for the weather, next. And that means when you're finished reading the story about the excessively high crime in New Orleans, Louisiana, or another Democrat-run hellhole, it says after you finish the story, it's just an instruction that says weather teaser next. And then you come off the cuff and extemporaneously say something like, at the end of your, your newscast or your news story, you'll say, 14 people died in a plane crash today, and we have the FAA on scene, and we will have more information for you as it becomes available. And Joshua is up next with a look at the Friday forecast. Stay tuned. The instructions simply say, weather teaser. Or it might say, finish this story and then turn it over to Angela on the other side of the news desk. Those are instructions. It might say, quote, Camelto Harris saying seriously 15 times, end of quote, repeat the line. You don't say what the instructions are, but Joe Biden is too ignorant, too stupid, or just too lost in his own space to understand that. And during a speech on Friday, <laughs> He was told it was written for him to say a certain word, a certain phrase, a certain statement. I'm not at my desk, so I don't have that statement in front of me. But on the teleprompter, after the statement, it says, end of quote, followed by repeat the last line. So Joe Biden's doing whatever it was he was saying. He was reading what was written for him on the teleprompter. Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. Film at 11. And then he said, end of quote, repeat the line. And it was written for him again to read once again. He was not supposed to say, end of quote. And even if he was, he was certainly not supposed to say, repeat the line. He was reading his instructions out loud for people. It is stupid, ignorant, vapid, ridiculously unprofessional, and certainly unbecoming the leader of the free world. This man should know after almost 50 years of 
public suckling from the government tit, receiving a paycheck for being a public speaker, an orator, a person who speaks and people listen to him, he is supposed to know better than to do something that stupid, that ignorant. It is utterly shameful for Joe Biden to say what he said. End of quote. Repeat the line. I would love for the teleprompter to have said something like, turn your head to the left and acknowledge Camel Toe Harris and have him actually say that and say uh, what's written for him was, and in a moment I'm going to introduce the vice president of the United States to talk about her failure as a vice president. Turn your head towards Kamala Harris and introduce her. Oh, that's an instruction. I should not have read that. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Jill is my sister. No, she's my wife. Oh, she's my sister wife. You know, you know, the thing, the thing. We hold these truths to be self love All men are created, you know, the thing. This is the guy who's running America. And you wonder why America is being run into the ground? It's quite evident. It's being run into the ground by a guy who is himself long past his prime and is run into the ground. This nation should simply ask him to resign because he is mentally and growing more physically incapable of doing the job. He's the only guy I know who can trip up a flight of stairs, not once, but twice when getting on an airplane and then fall off a bicycle, a bicycle. Maybe it's time for some Joe Biden training wheels, perhaps a rubber suit so he doesn't hurt himself when he trips up the stairs. The photographs that were taken the other day after he left the east wing exit of the White House, very, very uncommon for a president to leave the east wing of the White House because that's where the first lady's office happens to be. And why the hell does the first lady get an office in the White House? I didn't elect her. I didn't elect Melania. I didn't elect Michael, I mean Michelle Obama. I didn't elect Nancy Reagan or Rosalind Carter or Hillary Rotten Clinton. Why does the first lady, who is not an elected official, get an office and a staff of people that you and I pay for? But that's a different story. Joe Biden was seen leaving the East Wing of the White House where Jill Biden, his wife, his nurse, whatever, his babysitter, has her offices. The photograph is as clear as day. Joe Biden being scolded by his wife, him looking down at his feet like a little boy who just got caught doing something he wasn't supposed to. And she was chewing his ass. Chewing his ass out. It was hilarious. I wish we had a video of that. Because it was a, yes, dear, yes, dear, whatever you say, honey. I'm only the president, but you're, you're in charge of the people that pull my strings. <laughs> this is the guy we have as our president of the United States. 
what I would not give now for a few mean tweets on Twitter and $1.68 a gallon unleaded fuel. What I wouldn't give now for the orange man to smirk and smile and have our interest rates back down and our unemployment rate down and more minorities working and more majorities working and lower interest rates and lower inflation and little to no chance of a recession. What I wouldn't give right now for a few of those mean snarky comments and having America great again. But we're stuck with a guy who has undone all of the good that was done by the previous president, the orange man. Everything that he did positive for this country has been undone by the current resident of the United States of America. And I say resident because I don't think he's the president. And I'm not even talking about the election fraud and all of the scandals and all of the voter fraud and everything. I'm talking about the fact that this man cannot string two coherent sentences together. And even when he's reading, he can't read without stripping and tripping over his words and stuttering and stammering and losing his place and trying desperately to catch up and then opening his word hole and trying to catch up on his own without the teleprompter. They may call him Mr. President, but he is certainly not running the country. Or maybe he is, and if he is, God in heaven above, please help us. Running it into the ground is what he's doing. And yet, half the nation supposedly still supports this guy. Half the nation pulls up to the gas pumps and pays $5 or more per gallon for unleaded fuel or almost $6 for diesel fuel. Half the nation who does that still fails to understand the basic premise that it is Joe Biden's economy. It is Joe Biden's inflation. It is Joe Biden's high interest rates. It is Joe Biden's recession, and I firmly believe we're in, in that recessionary mode right now. An inflation recession, the worst of both worlds, and it is happening because of the economic policies of Joe Biden. Anyone who says otherwise is either blind or stupid. And I don't see a bunch of people walking around with sticks and seeing eye dogs. So they must not all be blind. Theoretically, half the country leans towards the Democrat Party. The other half of the country leans towards the Republican Party. If you're on the interstate, as I am right now, on the highway, and you look at 10 cars heading towards you in the other direction, just count them. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, there's 11, okay? We'll call that one an independent. Half of those 10 cars are blind? They're driving blind? Half of those cars likely voted for Joe Biden. If you believe the actual election figures that the mainstream leftist progressive liberal woke media is trying to tell you, half of those people behind the wheels of those cars are actually stupid enough, ignorant enough, vapid enough, lost in space enough that they 
voted for Joe Biden and will stand behind him, even though the fuel in those cars is costing more than double, almost triple what it was just two short years ago, when the mean tweeting orange man was the president? And they're saying, well, it's not completely Joe Biden's fault, you know. I mean, there are other market forces at work here. Oh, we had a pandemic. We had a pandemic that the World Health Organization right now is saying is nothing more than a nuisance virus. They're saying that right now. But we have an election coming up and the Democrats have already begun turning up the COVID heat. In New Orleans alone this past week, COVID was in the news more in the last week than it was the last two months combined in total airtime devoted to the coronavirus. Supposedly, there's a new strain of an old variant or a new variant. There's some new strain out there. And supposedly, this new strain is harder to detect, harder to control. Where have we heard that lie before? Every time they need to divert your attention away from Joe Biden's disgusting running of our country into the ground, they go to the Democrat playbook. They can't say Donald Trump did it anymore because Donald Trump didn't do it to begin with. Any common, sane-thinking individual, anyone with an ounce of sanity, can look at history of the last two years. The Wuhan China novel which means new, never before seen, brand new, surprise, novel coronavirus of 2019, and they had to call it 2019. They had to make sure to squeeze it in in that year. But it was the very end of that year. It was right before Christmas that the first case of the China virus came to the U.S. So Donald Trump had it for the last month the last half of the last month of 2019. He had it for the entire year of 2020, right? So for what, 13, 14 months, 13 and a half months, it was Donald Trump's problem, but it was new, it was novel, it was never before seen. Just like if tomorrow some new novel thing popped out of the sky and started making everyone have a giant red wart on the top of their head and it would explode and from their heads and growing into their brain would be some giant flesh-eating amoeba. Never before seen. How would you combat such a thing? How would you stop such a thing? Well, the answer should be quite simple. You would have to research that. You would have to call in your top scientific minds. You would call in the heads of, let's say, the, I don't know, National Institutes of Health. So that's what they did under Donald Trump's last year in office. They called in Dr. Anthony Fucci. Remember him? 
the little weasel, the little worm. He invented the Wuhan China novel coronavirus, whether directly or indirectly, through his gain-of-function research funded by your tax dollars under the Joe Biden vice presidency and the Barack Hussein Obama presidency. So this new, never-before-seen virus had to be investigated. It had to be looked into. It had to be researched. And the research was done in record time. Because the president at the time was Donald Trump, and he was thinking, hmm, we better get a handle on this. Let's convene a White House coronavirus task force. We'll start Operation Warp Speed. We'll put the Presidential Production Act into play because the experts, like Dr. Fucci, the so-called experts, came along and said, we need to do this, this, and this, and we need to develop a vaccine. Now, if you know anything at all about the development of vaccine, it takes years, sometimes decades. We still don't have a vaccine against cancer. We still don't have a vaccine against many of the things, the diseases that have been around in our nation and in our world for millennia. So here's Donald Trump listening to the so-called experts who say, we have to develop a vaccine, and they did it. They did it in record time. And with three or four months before the end of Donald Trump's presidency, while the election was still going on, while all of the lies and all of the Russia, Russia, Russia bullshit, while all of the fraud gate and all the other false accusations, allegations, dossiers, etc., were being leveled against Donald Trump, he continued to lead our nation. They put into place the Presidential Production Act to produce what they claimed were much needed respirators, ventilators, and other medical equipment, masks, and hand sanitizer. Remember? They did this because the experts, you know, the Anthony Fucci's of the world, told them ventilators, respirators. Come to find out those experts were wrong in ventilators and respirators and trying to treat patients lying on their backs was killing those patients. It took forward-thinking people who called the Trump administration, medical professionals who said, hey, this is not working. Let's try X, Y, and Z instead. And let's start lying people on their stomachs instead of on their backs. And they won't drown in their own mucus. They won't die. And they won't need respirators and ventilators. Let's focus on this vaccine. And they did. And they were putting a million vaccination shots per day into the arms of Americans. When? While Donald Trump was still the president. Joe Biden at that time had the nerve, the audacity, the unmitigated gall to make this statement that no president should remain in power if he presides over 220,000 COVID deaths, as Donald Trump has done. Joe Biden takes office, and in his first 13 months in office, the same number of months that Donald Trump had to deal with the Wuhan China novel coronavirus, 13 months, that was December of 19, and all of 2020, 
and the first half of the first month of 2021, so 13 months, Donald Trump presided over 220,000 COVID deaths, many of which were not COVID deaths at all, as you might remember. They were calling anything and everything a COVID death. Motorcycle crashes, fires, explosions, cancer, heart attacks, you name it. If there was one little COVID cell in the person's body, it was considered a COVID death. Joe Biden takes office, and in his first 13 months, he presided over 600,000 COVID deaths. And by that point, they were desperately changing the rules of engagement, saying that a COVID death is only a COVID death if COVID caused the death, not if it was a car crash or a motorcycle crash or a house fire or an explosion or a heart attack or a stroke. They changed the rules of engagement, and Joe Biden still, in 13 months, presided over 600,000 COVID deaths. That toll right now, that death toll right now, by the way, July 9th, 2022, we are now well over 1 million COVID deaths. Pretty soon, it will be 1,220,000 COVID deaths, and I will have to get on this program and ask... Sorry, there's a very rude individual. This is funny. I have to change gears here for a second. A guy with a V6 Camaro with a crappy exhaust system, putt-putting over the bridge. He's got GoPros facing forward and backwards in his little six-cylinder beater. And the diesel truck just out-accelerated him. That would be me. And he's just trying. He's like the little Camaro that couldn't. It's like the Joe Biden of Camaros. He thinks he looks like a president, but he's really not. This guy's a clown. Anyway, back to this uh, Joe Biden presiding over very shortly one million deaths of his own. Because when we hit that magic number of 1,220,000 COVID deaths, oh, and they're counting on that happening soon, my friends. When we hit that mark, Joe Biden will have been responsible for one million COVID deaths. Joe Biden, the same clown who said Donald Trump dealing with something brand new, novel, never before seen in his lifetime, in any of our lifetimes, never before seen. That's what novel means. Brand new, fresh. Donald Trump presided over 220,000 COVID deaths and Joe Biden says he should have stepped down. No president should preside over that many deaths. Now that he's presided over more than three times that many, pretty soon four times as many, pretty soon one million COVID deaths will be registered under Joe Biden's name. What do you hear from the mainstream leftist progressive liberal woke media? Crickets chirping. Crickets chirping. Not even that. Do you think if someone called on the media tomorrow and said, hello, ABC, CBS, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, do you think you guys might want to report on the fact that Joe Biden has now presided over one million COVID deaths on his watch? Do you think you guys might want to report on that? Well, it's not important. We're we're focusing on other things. Well, what about Hunter Biden's laptop and his illegal dealings with the Biden crime family? Uh, we're not dealing with that. We're not going to discuss that. Uh, uh, that's unsubstantiated at this point. But it's not. It's very substantiated. It's very proven. 
Ah, it's not that important. We have more important things. Oh, you mean like Joe Biden's inflation? Uh, inflation is transitory, and it's, it's not only Joe, but this is a worldwide thing. Didn't you hear Joe Biden say that America's inflation is less than many of the other nations around the world? That too was a lie. Joe Biden's inflation is not, not better off than the inflation of probably 83 additional countries. 83, I think that was the number on Friday. 83 countries around the world have better inflation numbers, lower inflation percentages than Joe Biden's inflation here in the United States of America. Joe Biden tried to lie and blame it on Trump. When that didn't work, he tried to blame it on Putin. When we laughed at that, because it's certainly not true, he tried to blame it on the greed of the guy wearing the towel at your local convenience store. Oh, they're selling fuel for too high of a price. Well, we know that's a lie too, because they can only sell fuel to try and make a little bit of a profit. A couple of pennies a gallon more than they're paying for that fuel. So then, of course, Joe Biden tried to blame the evil oil companies, the companies he directly, on camera, publicly threatened with ending fossil fuels. Remember? This guy's a joke, my friends. And if you know someone who supports them, have pity on them. They're either ignorant, blind, or stupid. And that's all the time I have for this Saturday edition of the Truth Hurts program. Go out there and make it a great one. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing.